Hello and welcome back to the Creative Productive Podcast with me, your host, Sarah Boyle, aka Stationary Magpie, a creativity and productivity mentor who wants to help you get back in control of your life so you can do the things you love that light you up. Yay! We don't have a theme tune, but I do have a strict intro now, so expect that every week. I've written it down, it's going to happen. And we're back with season two. Welcome. So today's episode, episode one of season two, is going to be focusing on mentoring, which is my new big offering. I'm now a creativity and productivity mentor. That's my main thing now. So back in February, I released, I did like a promo for some some one-to-one mentoring. And so I took some clients on and I've been working with them with a really big variety of calls and building up my skills and having a great time because mentoring is really fun. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about things I've learned from mentoring people and also from being mentored. So kind of lots of things all about the mentoring relationship, because I know that some people might not really understand what it's all about or how it works or what the benefits are. So I guess we better start with a little, what is mentoring? So mentoring is a relationship designed to build confidence and support the mentee so that they are able to take control of their own development and work. A mentor is the person who will support and advise and guide the person to reach a particular goal. For example, for me, it might be increased creativity or productivity or getting someone back in control of their schedule and their time. And then the mentee is the person that has that particular goal who is seeking the advice, guidance and support of a mentor to help them achieve it. There's a lot of ways that a mentor can support a mentee to take action, but it kind of depends on each individual relationship. Some of the ways that they can support them are to listen to their concerns and act as a sounding board for the mentee's ideas. They might ask questions to help develop the mentee's understanding of a situation or a problem. They might provide advice and guidance on subjects where they hold expertise and share resources that help the mentee develop those skills. For example, for me, a lot of that is to do with planning and productivity methods. They offer different perspectives, they encourage self-reflection, they support and encourage the mentee to take action, but they never do things for them. They're a little bit like a critical friend who is going to listen to all your concerns, but they're going to make you think and they're going to check you when you make excuses or try and like not talk about something that you're avoiding. But there's a lot of benefits for a mentee. They gain really practical advice and encouragement. I feel like for me, it's so valuable to have someone behind you cheering you on. But there are a lot of things that you need to be aware of. If you're thinking about engaging a mentor or a coach, or if you're thinking about perhaps becoming a mentor or a coach as well. So this episode is going to focus on five big things that I've learned both from being mentored, because I've myself been mentored and coached by people in order to be able to get to this point in my business and also from my experience mentoring others. Okay so the first point I want to bring up is that you should never feel like you're under a lot of pressure to sign up to mentoring or coaching. Coaching and mentoring can be expensive because you're engaging one person and it is a lot of time and energy from their part to put into your development And unfortunately, at the moment, there seem to be a lot of coaches and mentors kind of popping up. It is an unregulated industry and it's kind of up to the client to really do their research and make sure that that person or coach is right for them. 
you might think I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone and going with someone who's completely different to me and who whose methods I would never normally have used might not really be compatible with my life but you know it's working for them surely it can work for me and I think you've really got to be mindful of choosing someone who's going to have your best interests at heart and who is going to let you work in the best way that you work. When I signed up to this coaching program in the past it was very much a very set way of working, there was no flexibility for people's different lifestyles, it was very much it's this way or there's no other way and looking back that was just so completely wrong and I felt a little bit taken in by it. I know a lot of people had a bad experience but it's over now. I've learned a lot from it. And to be quite honest, it taught me a lot about how I want to conduct my services and my mentoring. And I never want anyone to feel under pressure to sign up with me. I always want people to have thought about it, taken the time, know that they're ready, know that I'm the right person for them to work with. And then if all's well and good, yes, sign up, let's work together. On the mental side, it can feel a little bit frustrating especially if you kind of know that someone is your perfect client, if they're prime and ready to take action and you can see how you can help them, but they're maybe not quite ready. It's one of those things you've got to let people be ready and putting pressure on people is never going to be the way to do it. I think, especially with mentoring and coaching, because so much of the action and the work comes from the client themselves they really have to be ready to sign up so putting them under pressure to sign up before they're ready isn't really going to be the best way to conduct that relationship I found it hard waiting for clients but I know in my heart of hearts that it's the right thing to do and now that I've kind of got more comfortable with the idea of just well when they're ready they'll come to me and that's fine that's good I don't want them to rush I feel a lot better about it My own coach kind of said it's a bit like planting seeds and you kind of have to relinquish the control a bit and let people kind of bloom and come to you when they're ready to do the work. So that's the first one is do your research. If you're going to hire a mentor or a coach, take the time, use their resources. If they have a podcast, listen to it, read their blog posts, watch their like free trainings if they do them on Instagram. Just take the time to make sure that they're the right person for you. And if they're trying to pressure you into booking into one-to-one and paying a lot of money, then just be mindful. Make sure that it's the right thing because it can really sting when you've handed over a lot of money and the relationship doesn't end up as you wanted it to. So that's my little, I don't want to scare you with, with that whole thing, but I just think it's such an important thing to be aware of because it's an unregulated industry you just have to really rely on yourself. And if you're worried about not sure whether it fits the right decision, talk to someone else about it. Tell them all about the person, about the programme. Show them. And if they are unsure or if they have questions, you know, talk to them about it. It's really, really important. Mentoring is an investment and you need to put in to get out. So when I say investment, you probably think I'm talking just about money and that is part of the investment, but it's not all of it. So let's talk a little bit first about the kind of financial investment. I have done courses and attended workshops and used a lot of free resources over the last three, four years to get my business to where this is going to be. 
they kind of helped but to be completely honest and completely transparent nothing pushed my business forwards like paying a lot of money to a coach who was there all the time having calls with me talking me through things keeping me accountable and kind of pushing me forward and importantly asking me those difficult questions and getting me to those decisions that I maybe didn't want to make or maybe wasn't ready to make but she was there behind me helping me to do the work and that has had a much bigger impact than probably all of those free classes and workshops and things combined. I'm not saying that their free workshops and classes and resources are useless, they are definitely really useful and if you're able to take the action just using them then that's wonderful, go you. But for me paying the money made me take it really seriously. It was like a shift that showed me I was taking my business really seriously, that I'm willing to put money into it, so I have to do the work, I have to, you know, do the things that are uncomfortable and start asking myself questions that maybe I didn't want to ask myself before. But it's a really big boost. I've put my hard-earned money into that, so I'm going to get as much out of the mentoring experience as I possibly can. I'm going to do the work that she sets me, and I'm going to make things happen because I'm the one that's put money into it and I'm kind of betting on myself in a way. But you're not just investing money into a mentoring program, you also have to invest your time and energy. The fact that you've invested money helps, I think, to kind of give you that boost of, oh god, I've spent the money, I've got to also do the work, because otherwise it's not gonna, nothing's gonna move forward. But a mentor or coach isn't going to take action for you, that is not their role. They are not going to swoop in and fix things. It's up to you to make the progress and it's often up to you to come up with the answers. Nobody knows your life and the way that you work and the way that you think. Nobody knows that like you. So all the answers are going to come from you. You might not kind of see how that's possible, but a mentor or a coach, a good one, will use questions, they'll use reflections, they'll offer um, insights that can help you get those answers out of yourself and that is the power of mentoring so you do have to be willing to put in that work to then get things out of it and be able to make the progress that you want so that brings me on to number three a mentor or coach does not have all the answers and my experience of being a mentor has really shown me how much we as humans want to give just just give people the answers and solve the problems it's really funny and there have definitely been moments in my mentoring conversations with clients when I've actually had to consciously like bite my tongue and remind myself that it's not my place to tell them what to do it's not my place to give them the answers to fix their life because to be honest their life is probably wildly different to mine and that solution is probably it might work for them but it potentially could just put them off me because they're like well why did she tell me to do this like this doesn't work for me at all it's my job to support them to come to their own answers and there are incidences when I offer um, my own experience when I tell them about how I do things but I will never tell them well that's how you need to do it I might show them my method of planning and I might say do you think this kind of thing could work for you or how would you adapt it But if they say, no, that wouldn't work for me, then that's fine. We'll find a different solution. We'll talk about the way that they need to work to get things done. We know ourselves and we know what the right thing to do is 
deep in our hearts, even if we're struggling to make decisions. It might be kind of lurking inside of us and often we just need a conversation with someone to gain the clarity to take the action on it. So I don't have all the answers, but the answers aren't coming from me anyway. And I think some people can get a little frustrated at the start if they're not really clear on what the coaching and mentoring relationship is like and they're not really, maybe they kind of want someone to tell them what to do. In the end, that's not the best thing. It's also really important to acknowledge that a mentor or a coach's experience and expertise is often limited to one specific area. So for me, it's kind of creativity and getting people out of a creative rut and productivity and helping them get a strategy for a plan in place. But for example, if a conversation was to start like straying into the realm of like fitness, that is nothing to do with me. I have no, you know, expertise, no knowledge, and it's not my place to start mentoring someone in that area. Acknowledging where your expertise stops is important for both you and the client because you don't want to be giving advice that's wrong or kind of encouraging your client to take action where you're not comfortable, you know, encouraging that. It's really important to acknowledge where your expertise stops and to be able to tell the client, this isn't my area. I don't think I can help you here. Maybe you should seek advice from someone else who has that expertise. And I definitely feel like that's the mark of a good mentor, someone that acknowledges that they don't know everything and that they don't have the expertise to help you in every single facet of your life. So let's move on to point number four, which is that the true effects of mentoring or coaching can't necessarily be seen immediately. It's an interesting relationship that over time, I think the effects will show themselves more and more from that either series of calls and like the relationship that they build or even from the first like or singular call that someone has. I remember when I first started with my mentor and like I was super fired up after the first few calls I had with her like after the calls I was doing loads and it was great but even though I was doing the work I still for some reason didn't seem to connect the results with the mentoring straight away and it took me a while to really be able to look back now and see that impact that it had on me and the fact that there was someone behind me always there always kind of at the other end of an email like waiting for an update from me waiting for me to tell her how I was putting the action in was so so valuable and having someone be super interested in what you're doing which not everyone has in their lives. Not everyone will understand when you have a project or a business or a lifestyle that you really want to achieve. Not everyone will understand, but a mentor is there to get that understanding and to support you to do it, which not everyone has just in life. And I think the value of that is often seen in the reflection of where you started before you started working with your mentor and where you get to. Because we don't often look back and we don't often kind of think of like oh where was I a year ago today and we don't always remember to celebrate the progress we've made we just kind of take it as a given so looking back to before the relationship and during or after is often the best way for you to then see the results so following on from that the last thing I want to talk about number five is that you can really surprise yourself at what you can be can be achieved by having someone in your corner 
cheering you on and supporting you to take action. And we're gonna we're gonna go back. We're gonna look back at Stationery Magpie as it was before I started working with a mentor. So pre-mentoring, I still had it was always called Stationery Magpie, but the website was all about affiliate links and marketing stationery. My branding was pastel blue and green. I hadn't really thought about it. I just grabbed those two colours together because I thought they looked cute together. I made a logo on Canva with, I think, with images that were probably, I probably shouldn't have been allowed to use or probably wasn't allowed to use. Um, I was writing blog articles. I was doing a newsletter. I was kind of doing the same thing over and over, expecting things to suddenly take off, but kind of knowing that I needed to change my direction somehow. I needed things to be different. So when I started working with my mentor, um, the first things we did were like change my branding, get clear on my messaging and actually start thinking about what I wanted from it and not just kind of letting it lead me and take me where I thought it was going to go, but it actually put me in the driver's seat and made me think about what I wanted. And I was the one that was going to steer the brand, steer the business and make the decisions. And that was a really big thing for me. So since working with a mentor, I've had a rebrand, I've kind of connected to those values, I've started showing up on Instagram a lot more to talk to my community because before I was totally kind of behind the blog, I wasn't really a presence on the blog. Um, I started running workshops, I created a membership, the Creative Productive Club, I started this podcast, I released a range of products, I launched my one-to-one mentoring service, hello, and I've done so much more, I've made some amazing friends, I've had lovely kind of epiphany that social media is a community it's not just marketing streams but I've got a lot more to do in terms of gaining clarity on my business and kind of setting my direction so I've actually hired a new mentor and she's going to help me develop even further and for me she's a little bit different to my last one my first mentor I feel like she really set the groundwork in motion and helped me to pivot my business and this one is going to help me level up so I can't wait to see where my business goes with the support of this new mentor. I really trust her. I really respect her. And I know that she has my best interests at heart. And I'm so ready to do the work, working with her and doing stuff on my own. So yeah, you'll be surprised at what can be achieved. And when you look back and see where you were, and when I think about where I would be right now, if I'd never invested in myself and invested in my business and kind of trusted myself to do the work and make things happen I really do wonder where I would be I do not think I would be at this stage I think it would have taken me a lot lot longer to get to where I am now it gave me so much confidence and really got me to trust in my decision making and yeah just show up so if you want that similar kind of relationship this is where I do my little sales pitch I'll soon be opening up spaces for more one-to-one mentoring clients to work with me as their mentor on a three-month basis. So if you're keen for a boost of motivation with your passion project um, before summer hits, because I'm going to be having a break in August of mentoring because everyone's basically really busy in August, this is for you. So if you feel stuck in a creative rut, if you need a boost of planning motivation and a bit of clarity as to how planning can support you, you have a passion project that you want to move forward with, I can be there as your mentor to support you and take action or get you to take action. I'm not going to do it for you and get you to make progress. 
So there's two options. I'm going to do a one-off call, which is going to be a basic planning strategy, getting your schedule sorted, figuring out the way you work best and helping you to put a planning and productivity strategy in place. And if you need more accountability and more support, then we'll work together for longer on a series of calls and get your project off the ground and get you taking the action and moving forwards. I'll put more information in the podcast description. I've been talking for a long time now. I'm a bit out of practice, but I'll put more information in the podcast description. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, which is where I'm most active and I often post quite funny reels. I did one this morning as a procrastination just to not record this podcast, but that's where I'm most active. All the information will be in the description. As I said, I'm repeating myself now. Probably going to edit things out. Probably not. I hate editing. But thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode. I hope it's helped you to get a bit more of an idea of what mentoring is actually like, how it can help you, how it can support you, and some things that you need to be aware of before you engage with a mentor or a coach. I will be releasing another episode today. So if you're listening on launch day, there is already another episode here and it's going to be on beginner's mind and beginner's mindset. So make sure you listen to that. Let me know what you think. Please leave a review, subscribe, send me a DM to tell me if you've enjoyed it and I will speak to you very soon. For now, have a lovely, creative, productive day.